they may move slower. And I think that there are guys in the past that I've ridden off. Yeah, written off. Written. Thank you. <laughs> I haven't not written off. Whole, no. Whole other thing. <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Hello and Goodbye. I'm your host, Leanna. I am Jared. <laughs> You're my co-host. Co-host. Yes. Should, and I, should, should I say that every time? Well, yeah, because then other people don't know who you are. People are like, like, I'm Jared. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so we have an exciting episode for you. So this is our 30th episode. Happy 30th episode to you. Thank you. Happy 30th <laughs> to you. Oh, thank you very much. And this is very exciting because I just got an email from Podbean, which is... So if you're ever interested in like how a podcast works, what you do is you have a like a site where you upload the podcast or the episodes, and then that site then sends it out to the platforms. Yes, okay. So anyway, and then it keeps track. It has all the details of how many listens, how many downloads, where mm. the listeners are and everything. Anyway, I got an email that we reached 10,000 downloads. Woohoo! That's so exciting. Thank you to everyone who's yes. downloading and listening. Yes, thank you so much. And, you know, um, for being a podcast that's only been out for 30 episodes, that's I think that's pretty dang good. Yeah. I'm super excited. And um, yeah, we appreciate your guys' support and just continue to support us in whatever whatever way you can. Yeah. Which will lead me into the Patreon. Perfect. <laughs> well, and because also like Podbean, right? Like that's all of the things, you know, again, we talk about this when we ask for listener support, but all the things that go into this that actually like require like expense and cost, yes. like on your end, right? Like yes. it's not just... Podbean and website hosting and like we have a producer who like you know we made the music to do and the music puts the and episodes together the episode, mixes the episodes yes. and everything yeah so it's a yeah. lot yeah and it's it's been a lot of like I understand with business because this is my third business that I run now I understand with any business you have to you have to put out money before money's going to come in and um and obviously with the podcast like with all of my jobs actually i'm very just grateful to receive money for it anyway because i enjoy it so much um but there's definitely been a lot of expenses mm -hmm. with this and i just you know for those of you who are subscribing to the patreon thank you if you're able to subscribe the patreon has gotten a little bit of a makeover this week so just so you know if you're already subscribing nothing will change for you so if you're paying three dollars a month let's say I get rid of that tier, you'll still be paying $3 mm -hmm. a month. So what I did is there's three tiers now. There's the $5 tier. So that's the lowest tier. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you'll see posts on there that will be uh, available to you. But it's mostly just kind of like, hey, we like your podcast. We listen to it. We enjoy it. We want to donate $5 a month to you. Yeah. Okay. And then there's the $20 tier. So that hasn't changed. So that's the, this B be hustling. So mm -hmm. the first one is the busy B then the hustling B. Yeah. I should just change it to hustling B. I'll change that. 
And um, <laughs> that one includes... You heard it here first. Yeah. That one includes bonus episodes. So we, we work hard. We put out bonus episodes about every two or three weeks. Mm-hmm. We'd like to give you guys a, a bonus episode. There's four on there, and um, they're all hilarious, all great um, inside. They're a little shorter, and there's stuff that we're just a little bit more relaxed on them, I think. Yes. We would say things on there that we probably wouldn't say. Yeah, because it's not like as public, right? It's not as yeah. public. No, yeah. no, exactly. And so that is the $20 tier. And then there's a new tier, which is $35 a month. Mm-hmm. So by the way, if you're already subscribing and you want to change it, I'm sure you can. Yes. But this one includes everything that was previously described, plus a follow on social media. So we'll all three of us will follow you. Me, Jared, and the podcast <laughs> and the holy ghost <laughs> <laughs> and the podcast page on instagram um and and then it is includes an exclusive hello and goodbye baseball cap yeah it's it's gonna be a cool cap i'm excited yeah about so it. i just showed jared the pattern and mm-hmm. i will sh- be sharing that on social media once i purchase them it will only be available after three months of subscribing to that that specific tier so you have to be subscribed to it for three months Mm -hmm. and then i will ship you your hat but that hat will be a -a one-of-a-kind exclusive hat that no one else will be able to get except for me jared Mm -hmm. maybe our significant others at some point yeah there's like a we'll have to make like a friend of the show like which will be a case-by-case basis exactly yeah and then and then the patreon so basically by having that hat you're saying you're a friend of the show (laughs) Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I'm really excited about it. And, well, and also tell them that right. You had the idea that each for each hat, each one of us like sleeps with it in our bed for one night, right? To just get like positive vibes. That, I it. did not have that idea. <laughs> <laughs> that is a lie. If yeah. you want some good vibes in the hat, like let us know ahead of time. Jared will spit in it for you. I I won't spit in it, <laughs> but you know I would like maybe hold it while I meditate or something. Like try to. I don't know. What you know, you do? well, here's the thing. Maybe you could wear. Wait, here's, no, here's first. what's funny about what you're saying because I don't <laughs> think you realize what you're saying is like there's creepy stuff out there where like, like men will pay money for women to like put their heads in oh, bre- yeah, bread okay. and like yeah so in bread yeah it's called like breading or something like that or i don't know i saw it on a show i think it's a <laughs> thing. There's there's weird stuff. Okay, everywhere. I'm just being dumb. I know you are. Yeah, but. Just so you know, we won't do that. Yes. Yes. Yeah, this is a professional <laughs> we're enterprise. Very, yeah, we're very <laughs> professional. Yeah, okay, and then merch for everyone else. I am going back and forth between um, investing in a mug that says mm-hmm. hello and goodbye yep. and some black baseball caps. Mm-hmm. So, you know, whichever one you would prefer. DM us. Let yes. us know. I have not purchased those yet. Yeah, because it's a lot. You have to. There's like minimums, and you have to put all the money. Yes. And then, like you know, we don't. You know, you don't want to like if they don't sell, then yes. And so I'm just being. Yeah, I'm just being. Yeah, it's a lot of mugs. That's a lot of mugs. So you guys, yeah, just yeah. let us know if you want yeah. a mug. Let us know if you would buy one hat or like seven mugs. Or one hat and one mug. <laughs> okay, that's true. <laughs> or one hat and two mugs. One mug for you, one mug to give away. That's true, yeah. 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 So anyway, that's really exciting. So His and hers, hello and goodbye mugs. Oh, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> 
or just one mug that says hello and another mug that says goodbye. Oh, yeah. Oh, we could do that in the future. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> Matching set. Matching set. So, anyway, that's the update with that. We have... In terms of like personal updates, um, we are recording at my place right now. Yes. Because one, my office, the air conditioner's not working. It is currently 115 degrees here in the Inland Empire. And there's a raging fire that is blowing um, smoke and ashes all over us, which is why Jared is here right now. Yes, so uh, I've been evacuated from the place where I live, um, and it was like really scary. So I saw the fire like early yesterday, and then all day yesterday, it's like, you know, like where from where I am, you can see it kind of on the ridge, but that's like a couple miles away, mm -hmm. you know? And so we're seeing the flames and the smoke and like all the neighbors are like just gathering outside like every couple hours like looking and like, you know, like, oh, what does this mean for us? Like blah, blah, blah. And then overnight it was just kind of, and like the helicopters and the planes are going and like the the men and women who fight these fires are oh, incredible. incredible. I mean, yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. In, in 115 degree heat yeah. too. It's, it's just absolutely, yeah. helicopters and planes and yeah. everything and, and, uh. And so then I was like nervous going to bed last night, you know, because like I could see the flames and whatever. And, you know, you never know when the, if the wind shifts, like it can move really fast. But wake up this morning, everything's fine. I'm sort of going about my day. And then, you know, I like walked outside a few times and then I was just kind of into the rhythm of what I was doing. And I just happened to sort of look outside and be like, boy, there's like a lot of smoke out there. And I walk outside and I see like cars like leaving the neighborhood like real fast. And like there were some neighbors outside and they were like, we've been evacuated. Like you got to go. Hmm. And so then I call my housemate and he tells me where to get his important documents. I grab my important documents, computers, all this stuff. Um, and uh, just bugged that. So, wow. yeah. So, I mean, I think we'll be okay. And, you know, the important thing is that Obviously, like, you know, everybody, yeah, like, in my neighborhood, so we got plenty of warning, so everybody got out in mm -hmm. time. You know, it wasn't like, as I was leaving, I certainly didn't see, like, flames encroaching or anything mm -hmm. like that. So, you know, I'm, I'm sure the local officials making that decision, like, really made good decisions mm -hmm. to, to be cautious and get people out earlier. And so I, I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful that, you know, I'll be able to go back home at some point in a couple of days when it's contained. Um, but even if that doesn't happen, you know, it's stuff. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. yeah. Well, it's really ironic because last week on the Matchmaker episode, do you remember Jen and Lori asking us, oh, are you guys, are the fires, yeah. um, like, are you guys safe from the fires? And we're like, yeah, yeah. I mean, there was one that was like kind of close, but like it was fine. And like literally now this week, it's like you're evacuated. Yeah. Yeah. But you have renter's insurance. We talked yes. about that. Yes. I called my insurer. So yeah. I'm like, and, uh, am I going to be okay? And you always have a place to stay with me or with your friends. Thank and so you. like you're taken yes. care of and we'll, you know, we'll keep you guys updated as well. Um, I'm sure if you follow us on social media, like if something happens, we'll, yeah. we'll help you out. You know? But it was crazy. Like ash coming down from the That's sky. A, yeah. Like it was like, it's, yeah, it's, it's very apocalyptic right now where we are. Yeah. Like it's not only is it like, hot as balls but like it's it, there's like this orange glow yeah the sun is way up in the mm -hmm. sky like it's like not even like sort of towards setting 
And but yet it's like an orange ball that you can look right at because of yes. all of the f- yeah. smoke it's, and stuff. Yes. It's crazy. It's super weird. And then all of our air conditioners are out because <sighs> there's rolling blackouts because so many people are using the air conditioning. And then, um, you know, it's just it's crazy. Yeah. So, but but there's so many things to be grateful for. So it's yes. important to remember all of that. And you're safe, and everybody we know is safe. And we just we obviously like hope those who are more affected who may lose their homes and mm-hmm. the firemen and first responders that work so hard like obviously we wish you guys yeah the best and thank you so much for what you do man oh man yeah <sighs> so that was an adventure i mean people are definitely gonna be wearing their masks now yeah that's true you know i mean yep. why now's the time put on your mask so you don't breathe in the the smoke mm-hmm. so anyway um so that's that but also give us an update on the girl so things are still going well um yeah and uh uh it's interesting like i was really i really appreciated the way you talked last week about some of the stuff you have been struggling with you know and i think for me like like everything's been great like for sure but also like i feel like I'm sort of at the point where some of my stuff gets triggered, you know, when it goes from being like brand new and exciting and you're getting to know each other yes. to like, oh, okay, now like this is Is it like a two week, a three week point for you? Because that's when it comes up for me. It, You know, it's then, I think it's more like when it's like, oh, okay, like I definitely like this person. They like me. Like now it goes from being something you're like, sort of pursuing and you know and there's sort of this like unknown element like of like winning the other person over and then the other person's like i like you we're good here. the winning is done yeah it's pretty solid yeah so then it's like oh fuck yeah that's you know and like that so yeah. my stuff is like i'm like oh no like and i'm like i i hope i don't mess this up is sort of what it is for me mm. and like this is you know and like especially the person i'm seeing now is like just a sweet, wonderful, like, human being, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I get, like, I get scared, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, it gets it gets scary. So I was like... It's terrifying. Yeah. It's terrifying. Yeah. Now, is your thing, like, that you're going to be hurt or that you're going to hurt the other person or, like... So I was talking to Zach about that this week because... And I was going to be really transparent about this, but... I've had a really hard week, actually. Um, I So I tried starting birth control. Mm. And because I'm on medication for depression and anxiety, I think my brain is just so sensitive. And my psychiatrist and I had just recently switched medication. Yeah. And I don't think it's where it needs to be yet. Okay. I think we need to keep um, upping it. And so I had gone on birth control so that we wouldn't have to worry about you know, having a kid because mm-hmm. we don't want kids. And it fucked me up. Yeah. Like really bad. Like I was in probably one of the deepest depressions I've been in a long time. Oh, wow. And of course, then Zach was dealing with that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's a very secure person, but not everybody can bear the weight of someone else for so long, mm-hmm. you know? And so we got in a couple of fights because of it. And, Um, then we had to work through that. And then I was, I think what happened is my 
fear of abandonment came out. Mm. So it's like, it's almost like, so I am afraid of being the one who's hurt, but I'm also afraid of hurting the person. But I think it's more so I push them away because I'm expecting at some point to be abandoned. Mm -hmm. And so I push them away so that I'm the one that ends it before they abandon me. Yes. Well, and it's, and, and I think what is, what we have in common, right. is like, it's kind of like the, f- the base fear is sort of like my issues are going to fuck this up. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like my, like, it's going to be yes. my, sh- and like, for me, it's really like, oh no, my like usual pattern is mm-hmm. going to happen again, you know? And it's, yeah. And it sort of feels that way. So, Yeah. I totally get what you mean. I mean, I've been really lucky with Zach in being very honest about my issues mm-hmm. and very honest about my anxiety and my avoidance and my disorganized and my depression and my anxiety. And he, you know, it's hard to to take all that in. But I also, here's the thing that I will say that maybe this might help you feel better, mm-hmm. is you and I have done so much work on ourselves <laughs> yeah. that we're no longer going into relationships putting our stuff on our partners. Yeah. You know? And, and there may be hints of that. I mean, we're sure, not perfect. Of course, of course. But I think that's what makes a secure, healthy relationship um, a possibility yeah. is be like, okay, listen, I have depression and I have trauma from past relationships or from my upbringing or whatever. And there's going to be stuff that's going to come up for me. And I'm going to try and communicate that to you. And I want you to know that that is not on you. Like the Mm -hmm. way that I feel that is not your responsibility to bear. Yeah. And I'm going to do the best that I can to soothe myself. But also if you could just give me assurance in some of that when I need it so we can create co-security together as we move forward. I would really appreciate that. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Thanks for saying that. I mean, it's interesting. Like I was thinking about that too. Um, cause you've been really open. I also spend a lot of money on my mental health, but you know, like it's, <laughs> yeah. you know, I've been in pretty intensive therapy for like four years and, and so, yeah, I actually do feel that like even, even in this person I'm with now, like, it feels really nice to, you know, I think you and I are both like, as opposed to maybe where we both were a few years ago, are like attracting people yes. who are really healthy and solid. Yes. Right. And I'm a big believer in like you attract people at the level of, mm-hmm. of health and functioning that you're at. You attract and are attracted to, mm-hmm. you know. And so, yeah, like I think and I've had really great conversations with the person I'm dating and, you know, like just said, hey, I just want to own like this is how I'm feeling, mm-hmm. you know. And it, it's kind of like you go from, this is the way we were talking about it last night, actually, is like, you know, you're kind of like that, like in the clouds feeling in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, now we're a little more on the ground. Yes. And that's the time where I'm like, uh, like normally, right? Like I'd be like, oh, what does this mean? Like, I don't have that like crazy, intense, like overwhelming feeling. Mm-hmm. Like, does that, is, is this bad? You know, and mm-hmm. I'm like... And I think I've been doing better self-soothing, you know, being like, no, this is okay. And Mm -hmm. then it's great to have a partner who's like, yeah, like, this is okay. Like, and and she's like, yeah, like, I'm fine. I'm not worried about it. Like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I think me too. (laughs) You know? Well, and just to make you feel better and just to give my listeners a laugh, I mean, and to shout out to my boyfriend for being so amazing. I mean, okay, so we meet 
And then things, you know, they went quickly and we were kind of in like, I was feeling secure and we're in the same part of the pool. And then he asked me to be his girlfriend and I was like, Ooh, I don't know if I'm ready yet. And then he told me he loved me. And I was like, Oh, I don't know if I'm ready yet. And then like five days later, I was like, okay, yeah, I want to be his girlfriend. So then we became girlfriend, boyfriend. And then we announced it to everyone. Then I was like, Oh no. What does that mean? Does it mean we're going to yeah, get married? Yeah, because that's like, extra pressure once everyone knows, yes. right? Yeah. So then I was like, does that mean we're going to get married? I don't know. I don't know if this is right for me. What? Blah 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 blah. And then it was like, and then he was like, that's okay. Like we don't even have to be like if you're not ready. And I'm like, no, no, I, I want to be. And then it was like, okay, I love you. And then like a week later, it was like, I think I need some space. <laughs> <laughs> stuff like that can hurt you yes, know of course. like it's, you think someone's on the same page as you and then they're like giving you mixed signals and it's very interesting with a disorganized attachment style is it's very confusing for the partner because yeah. sometimes you're super attached yes and sometimes you're super reclusive yeah and okay i'm gonna talk about this for a second and i know you've told me not to talk about bring this up but we got a review um, oh, okay. And I don't even know. I think I did send it to you. Yeah. But in the review, it, it said just one of the things was like, um, these, you know, Jared and Leanna never talk anything good about the people they're dating. They always just say the negative things and they're not even working on themselves to get to a point where they can find a healthy relationship. That is like so untrue. <laughs> well, I mean, okay. So and like, just like so, every yes. part of that is yes. complete opposite Yes. because you know, it's, it's first of all maybe they listened to one episode i don't know maybe don't know. yeah but you know i just spent two months doing a dating program yeah you've been in intensive therapy for four years yeah. i do therapy i'm on medication i mean yeah. we're doing we genuinely and the reason i bring this up is to the listeners like we genuinely want to find people and we're not experts and that's why we're here is to show yeah. you guys like it's okay to be flawed mm -hmm. and to not know how to date yeah. and to not know how to be in relationships and to mess up and then to learn from that and to get up and move forward. And, you know, we have people on our show who are experts in areas yes. and that's, you know, like it's just, it, it's just something that I think is really for me, it's very interesting. It's like brought so many people into my life and helped me grow in ways that would never have happened if I hadn't started this podcast. Yeah, that's true. No, it's really been a beautiful journey for me too. And like, you know, it's so interesting. I mean, this is our 30th episode and we just got 10,000 downloads and like, that's all wonderful, right? And, and everyone who's supporting the show through Patreon and all these things. But I also like wanted to say to you, like, I'm just really proud of the show that we do. Like, yeah. I feel like it's, you know, like, and I think, I think the show is still finding itself. Mm -hmm. It certainly like found itself a little bit more than when we started. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I think it's really cool. But I just to add to what you were saying, a few things. Number one, I encouraged us to not talk about it because I think like if people are sort of being trolly, like just giving them any kind of attention, I know, like, you know, I know. like just feeds it, right? Yeah. But like, and and but it's true, like that can't help but affect us, right? Like that, that you know, well, like and it's less of, it's less of like affecting me and like I'm crying in my bed all day. It's more like, you know what? It's not a true representation of the show. Yeah. Right? If you look at the show as a whole, and so I guess 
you know, that can lead us into guys, we've got a review out there that's saying we're not being authentic and um, we're being too self-absorbed and we're just talking bad about people we're dating and we're not really trying to grow and there's no point of this podcast and they don't understand it. And that's that person's opinion and that's fine. If you believe that, then don't listen to the podcast anymore. You know, like it's not that yeah. hard. Just it's stop, not like it's coming to you. Like you have to go yeah, and you're get finding it. You have to it. Take so many steps. <laughs> and then for those of you who do listen, just help us out. Give us a shout out. Write a yeah. nice review. Give us a five star rating if that's you know if you feel differently if you do feel encouraged by it. If there's things that you're growing from. If you just connect with us and you just like hearing friend like we're your friends in the car like we yeah. want to be your friends like you guys i respond to almost every dm that i get unless it's like a troll dm or like a weird foreign dm Breading yeah DM. <laughs> I, if you dm me and talk to me about the show like i will respond to you yeah so find us on instagram and um like we're we're here to be available to you and we want to encourage growth not only in us but in you yes. guys. Yes, and and like we are by no means like holding ourselves up as examples. Oh, like, good lord! Look no. at us and be like us. Like it's um, it's really the opposite. It's like, <clears throat> hey, like let's share our struggles and our fears and insecurities and whatever, and maybe that will bring other people comfort, and maybe they can learn something from our mistakes yeah. and whatever. Right? Like I actually feel like we've been fairly gracious with people we've dated. I it's it's very important to me to not speak negatively about yes. others on the podcast now, and really like own my stuff. Correct. Now the, the the guys that I have not talked positively about have done really shitty things. Yes. So yes. I mean, you know. Well and and I just to like to go back to what we were saying a minute ago too, like so I like this is okay, this is like a weird it's weird to put it in financial terms, but like it's just like at least gives people a number. I spend like over 15% of my take home income on my mental health. Yeah. Like, and it's a lot. Like that it's is a, a lot. It's a major, you know, like I, I have to change my lifestyle to be able to do that. And I've, and I've, I have friends who have been, you know, in recovery from certain things and, and whatever, who have been in the same boat and have been like frustrated by that. And, and, and I get that. Right. And it's, you know, sometimes you can have shame and like, you know, Every other people just get to like take more trips and go to restaurants or whatever. But for me, like what I want to say and like what I would want to share with anybody is like it's the best investment I've ever made. Mm. You know, like it's absolutely worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's hard work. You know, like being in therapy, like you're you're dealing with a lot of painful stuff and whatever. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm so so grateful for mm-hmm. it. Yeah. yeah. And then okay, so because we're gonna talk about this later on, but. That's, I have a close male friend that I have been riding bikes with every Saturday during quarantine. And it's like this really nice social outlet for me. And so yesterday, you know, we're riding and I'm in my little like, you know, like nervous time with, you know, this person that I'm newly dating. And like, it's moving kind of fast too, right? Mm -hmm. And he like... He commented on that. Somebody we were like texting during the week or something, and he was like, "Oh, like so, it's moving pretty fast, huh?" You know, and like of course, then that makes me more yeah. Self-conscious by the about way, it. like never say that to someone. <laughs> oh, it's moving so fast. But so I, when we were riding, I was like, "So when you and you know, and I mentioned his his now wife, and I'm like, when you guys were first together, I'm like, were you guys like 
really like sort of slow and rational. And he was like, absolutely not. He's like, we went on 17 dates in 19 days. <laughs> And it made me feel so much better. I was like, oh, okay. You know, I mean, so the other thing, like another story, my mom and my now stepdad, when they met, um, you know, they were both in their late 50s. And now they've been married for, I think, almost eight years, or maybe just over eight years. And I, I, like, had, I like lectured my mom at one point because they started talking about getting married like very early and like, like, my stepdad has more, like, traditional values and things like that. Um, and I was like, what's the hurry? Like, blah, 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 and all the legal entanglement of marriage. And, you know, like, you've only known this person for, you know, X amount of weeks at this point. Like, blah, blah. And they were both just like, when you know, you know. They're, and, and, and they're also like, when you're our age, like, and you know, like, you, you know. Like, yeah. Um, and so... Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get well, into this a little yeah, bit later. Yeah, and, and what Dr. Morgan would say about that, which spoil alert, she's coming back on the show. Yes, you're gonna come with. Oh, I can't wait. Um, so you get to meet Dr. Morgan. I'm so excited. We're gonna talk about boundaries and mm -hmm. dialogue, having okay. healthy dialogue. Um, but her thing is always, if you guys are in the same part of the pool, doesn't matter how fast or slow the relationship is going. You just mm. both have to be in the same place. Yeah. So if someone's in the shallow and someone's in the deep end that's where there's going to be problems. Yep. So that's where you have to just keep kind of connecting with each other. Yep. And and then let's say like, this is what Zach and I did. So we were like, you know, like halfway in the pool. And then I was like, oh, I need to go back to the shallow. And then he was like, yeah. okay, I'll come back with you. And uh -huh. then I've been like inching my way forward. And he's just staying right with me. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that's what Dr. Morgan would say. Yeah. So there's nothing wrong with, with and I know it's a ton of couples who, met and they sleep together on the first date and they're married a year later you know like yeah. there's just there's no rules as long as you're taking care of yourself you're communicating effectively and you guys again use this analogy are both in the same part of the pool which being a pool in a pool right now would be really great that'd be nice yeah if ash wasn't raining from the sky <laughs> yeah and by the way the reason why i'm kind of like softly talking when i cuss or talk about sex is because we're in my parents home oh yeah that's true yeah so i'm just gonna whisper i can talk about my sex life as loud as i want oh no please home. don't <laughs> <laughs> my father's office is literally behind us oh my, i forgot oh my dad today he was like um how can i listen to your podcast oh no and I was like, please don't. Please don't listen to it. Did he say okay? Yeah, but I just wonder if now he's going to get curious. Mm. I don't even think he knows how to find a podcast. Yeah, let's just hope that that Let's hope. Let's just, yeah. Let's I mean, but he's a lovely man. I think oh, he would, yeah. And, and, and that's so sweet that he wants to support you. And, it yeah, is, yeah. yeah. And, well, and it got brought up because my sister had called me and was saying how much she enjoyed the last episode. And um, now she's watching Indian Matchmaker. Yes. And so she was on speaker. And then my dad overheard. And, mm. Yeah. So shout cool. out to my sister. She's an amazing human being. Yeah, what's up, Chris? 
Okay, I think that's it for the intro. Yeah. Let's. So this is an exciting episode, and we forgot to tell you guys what it was about. Yeah. But essentially, because it's our thirtieth, so for our tenth episode, we did listener questions, mm-hmm. and then for our thirtieth, we're going to do listener questions, and maybe we'll do it every twenty episodes or so. That'd be fun. Um, depending on how many questions we get, we could yeah. do it more. But we got some really great questions from you guys, so we just wanted to we'll answer them the best that we can. Again, yep. we're not dating experts, but we've had a lot of experience and done a lot of therapy yes and a lot of dating <laughs> and a lot, a lot of, of dating. a lot of unsuccessful dating uh, yes some successful dating now dr morgan would say there's no failure in i dating. agree yes i agree completely <sighs> i wonder if my listeners are tired of hearing me quote dr morgan no. i just i can't guys it's just she's amazing i hey it's all at dr morgan coaching yes okay so the first question yeah by the way great job listeners awesome questions i'm excited yes me too how about I'll do the first one and then we'll go back and forth. With I, for the first one, since it's a yes or no, I kind of want us to go one, two, three and say our an- say our yes or no answer at the same That's time. That's a great idea. Okay. 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 So the first question is, does verifying your profile slash photos matter on dating apps? So let me explain this for a okay. second. So for those of you who may not be aware, so when you go on a dating app, especially, I think it's more with Bumble, maybe Tinder. I don't think Hinge has a verification. I don't think so. What you can do when you set up your profile is you take basically a selfie and you have to mimic the hand gesture that they give you so that they know it's not a fake profile. So when people are swiping on you, if there's a blue check, it means you verified your dating app profile. And there's, I think other steps are like you link your Instagram on your You can link your Instagram, but that's that's not part of the verification. That's not the check. The verification is just, you took that selfie and they know that the same person who's photos are on the profile is the person who's they're using the like some sort of facial recognition yes yeah, correct okay, okay so do you ready? remember what your hand gesture was or? oh it's like it was like either this or like peace sign this oh, okay. or like that i don't know there's like all okay. there's all different okay. ones okay so ready so does it matter okay we're gonna go one two three and then say our answer okay go one two three no yes. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, wow. why don't you tell, tell why you think no? Okay, and, and, and now, actually, and now, this is probably yeah. an interesting male-female thing, right? I agree. So... Well, actually, I would think more... Okay, I'm sorry. You go ahead. No, no, no. Okay, so so here, here's my reasoning. Um, I think when we did our... Go back to our episode about online dating and your profile and episode everything. Episode four. Yeah. Great episode. We talked all about, like, do's and don'ts and stuff. And so for me... Like, there's a lot of things that make a profile seem sketchy to me, mm-hmm. right? So, like, if you're not answering questions, if you're giving, like, one word really short answers to questions, or if all of your photos are, like, a selfie that you mm-hmm. took, and you're, like, making the same face in all of them or mm-hmm. whatever, right? Then I'm like, oh, is this... Like, that f- creeps me out, you know? Or, like, they're all, like, from weird angles or mm-hmm. whatever so you are you saying you can kind of tell already yeah like i've never like looked for that check mark and been like oh okay now i'm now i feel better about this profile it's like i all the red flags to me have nothing to do with that check mark you know what i'm saying quick question yeah. the person you're seeing now did she have a check mark 
I, I couldn't tell you. Yeah, I don't know about Zach either. Yeah. Okay, so here's why. You said yes. But here's why I would think that it would be different for guys because there's a lot of women that put a lot of makeup on. It's you know it's called catfishing, right? Where they you I I mean you see it on TikTok videos all the time where they show them with no makeup and hair isn't done, whatever, and then they put on makeup and do their hair and they look like a completely different person yeah. and, and the Snapchat or, filters. or maybe are um you know i've heard from a couple guys that the woman showed up and was a little heavier than she had um mm-hmm. said and mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with being heavier it's just like don't lie right yeah. um so for me it's important because i feel like if the guy is really attractive I want to know if it's actually that guy or if it's someone doing a fake account. Hmm. Because I feel like I almost like I almost like don't really swipe like the really really like model looking attractive guys. Mm-hmm. I always swipe left because, in my opinion, they're probably not real. So if there's a check mark, mm-hmm. right? And I'll have to act, ask Zach because with Zach, he obviously is very attractive, but his photos were also very like. Um, Genuine, yeah, like a normal person, not yes. like stage, not a model, like lit. Like you can tell when yes, it's, yeah, exactly. So yeah. I would say, why not take the twenty seconds and just verify your account? If you match with someone that doesn't have a verification and you're nervous about it, ask to do a FaceTime almost or or a video chat on the app as fast as you can to get that. And if they deny that, then you're probably dealing with a catfish. Yeah, it's interesting. I think possibly, but just because in COVID, right, like I've been, you know, doing a lot of like, hey, like, let's do a video chat or whatever. Mm -hmm. And some people get really freaked out by it. Like if you're the like I had a few people be like, I've never done this before. Like this wasn't nearly as awkward or weird as I thought. it was. Yeah. And that's so weird to me. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, so I guess you could go either way. But I would say I would say just it takes 20 seconds of your time. Just verify your account. And then if you're worried because the other person isn't verified, ask mm-hmm. for a video chat before you meet. Yes. And I mean, I think, I think maybe where this question could be coming from is that especially when you're first signing up for online dating, like it feels like how, how it can feel scary. Like how much of myself am I going to reveal here? And like, oh, I have to link this account. So are people going to be able to like find me? you know, find my personal social media accounts that I don't necessarily want finding well, that. Well, you don't have to link your social media. I, I know, but I, I think maybe some yeah. people are like, why, I'm trying to think of like, why would a person be hesitant to do that? Because yeah. I think at one point, I think Bumble or one of them was telling me like, oh yeah, you should really link this because then we can, I, if it wasn't verified, it was something about like whatever. And I was just like, yeah, I don't want to do that. Like yeah. it just felt too invasive. I will say that I really like it when the Instagram accounts were on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and Zach did have his Instagram account. Yeah. So I was able to, so he might not have been verified, but I was able to go look at a few more pictures. I personally don't put my Instagram on it. Um, I it, That would probably be different now, but I have a lot of, more scandalous pictures, sometimes mm. yoga. And so then I got the questions like, are you flexible? Or like, yeah. oh, you're so beautiful or whatever. So yeah. I just didn't put it on there and I would put more like, um, I, I never put like pictures up on my profile that would be thirst trappy. Yes. Like I just avoided that altogether. Yeah. 
But it sounds like what we're saying is that there's a lot of things you can do to make your profile like less sort of like suspicious yes or or kind of sketchy where people would be like uh i don't know if i want to swipe on this person right and that's yeah to me that's like having real answers like having real photos that aren't like all selfies or all one angle or like yeah. whatever. like to show like this is a real human being with a real life mm-hmm. you know yeah 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 there you go okay i like it Great. Okay, you want to read the second question? Sure. So the question is, how can you tell if a guy is into you? When do you keep or stop pursuing someone? This is such a great question. Yeah. This is like the question. This is. It's a really great question. Do you want me to go first? Please. Okay. So this is a hard one for me because I'm very black and white on this. Mm -hmm. And I think that there can be some gray lines, especially if the person is trying to pace themselves slower. So it kind of depends a little bit on how the person paces themselves. If they're kind of a slower thinker, they're slower to make, not slower thinker, but they're slower to make decisions. Mm -hmm. They may move slower. And I think that there are guys in the past that I've ridden off. Yeah, written off. Written, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't not ridden off. No. Um, because they just, they weren't super proactive right yep, away. Yep. However, uh, my, my gut and my experience is that all of the guys that I have dated for a significant amount of time, and I'm talking anywhere from a month to three months to eight and a half years. <laughs> Actually, mm-hmm. no, that's not true with my ex. It was very a different thing, but I would say yeah. in terms of the dating, The guys that I knew really liked me, texted me every day, Mm -hmm. weren't super slow to respond, called me on the phone, asked me on dates, Mm -hmm. and just, I didn't, there wasn't any guessing. There wasn't like me having to guess, like, does he like me? Does he not? And there's, I mean, there's always going to be that underlying anxiety of like, well, he didn't do this. Does that mean, you know, that he's not into me anymore? But I think, you know, with just an example of my current partner, Zach, we, I asked him out on the first date. Mm -hmm. I was the first one to kiss him. Mm -hmm. And we were hanging out in my office and he just goes, what are you doing tomorrow? And you said, you know, with the person you're seeing now, you said, I want to see you again. Mm -hmm. So I think it's, I think it's direct behavior. Mm -hmm. And and no guessing. Yeah. And or if you're guessing and you go to them and you ask them, yep. they'll be direct and not like be scared off by that. Yeah. Um, s- slight detour. Yes. Since you just told us that you made the move to kiss Zach. Yeah. How did you make your move? Oh. Um... Well, we were we were playing cards, uh-huh. and I think we were like sitting kind of cross, and we were like inching closer and closer. Mm-hmm. He's very shy, and so he is had been like his first date in like a year and a half, mm-hmm. and he's just generally more shy, and I'm obviously very outgoing, and like <laughs> I couldn't believe that he hadn't kissed me by now, and so we were, um, I just kind of inch closer, and I think I just leaned over and kissed him, and then it was 
There was no, there was, there was no like comment, premeditating thing. You just leaned in and planted. I one. just leaned in and planted one. And Good then, for you. Yeah, and it was like no tongue on the first time, which I like. Yeah. Mm. And then it pro- progressively got you know nicer from there. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So mine was because yeah. we had sh- she had already been like I don't like PDA, and you know like we kind of were talking about that. So we were hanging out at a pool. And we were both in the pool, and there was no one else. What pool? I'll 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 tell you later. Um, I'm I feel betrayed. Okay, keep going. It's out in Palm Springs. It was like a in a public place, but there was like no one right there. Yeah. And so I just said, I was like, is is I was like, if I kiss you right now, is this too PDA? And she was like, no, I think this is okay. And then I like, oh, I know, love that too. Yeah, yeah that's. I I always like just call it out, like sort of tee it up, and then. I wonder if I because I think it's also different if you're a guy. Like I don't want to like just like get all up in someone's. I mean, even though like I'm clearly reading signals right. that it's welcome first, but I don't know. I yeah. I usually would like I say something. I actually kind of wonder if I did say, can I kiss you? Or can you kiss me? Or are you going to kiss? I might have said, are you going to kiss me? I don't oh. know. I'll ask him. I'll mm. get back to you guys. <laughs> um, okay, but so yes. back to the question. Yes. Yeah, so the question, like, how can you tell if someone likes you? Um, I think if you're asking that question, it's kind of like you're like, you're in this in-between area, right? And there I was, agree. I always think about that article, just Google the phrase, fuck yes or no. And you'll get this article, and I think it's sort of well done. It's this idea that... Mark, by Mark Manson. Well, he wrote a book. Yes. Okay, yeah. great. It mm-hmm. is Mark Manson. That's why I thought it was. I don't co-sign on all of his stuff, but like... Yeah, and I don't even really know how I feel. But I want to hear... Go ahead. I haven't read the book. I just read well, the I mean, article. I haven't read the book. I mean, I'm talking about the idea. Oh. Yeah, but Well, so, like, what, what I like about it is this. It, it's sort of the theory that all relationship problems come from... To use your pool metaphor, like people being on two different yes. pages. Yeah. And like one person's super into it and the other person's like lukewarm or ambivalent. And then you're getting the mixed messages and it's going back and forth. And every like relationship advice, every, you know, every self-help thing is trying to like solve this dilemma because someone's like, I really like this person. And it's like, you know, like, and, and how can I get them to, you know, be where I am or whatever and it's just like they're not mm-hmm. you know and, and you can contort yourself a hundred different ways but if it's not a fuck yes like if both people aren't excited about it mm-hmm. then like that's what it is and you should you know to, to, to the listener who wrote this question like when you become aware of that you know, maybe continue to put some energy in and just like, and, and like you said, which was a great point, like go to the person directly and be mm-hmm. like, Hey, like I'm liking you. Like I'm seeing something here, but I'm also feeling like you're not fully there. Like what, where are you? Like what's mm-hmm. up? But then I feel like when you do that, it'll be like, no, no, no. I think you're great. Like, uh, like they'll do a lot of equivocating. You know? Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to say too, is in the guys that I've texted in the past where I'll, I'll text and be like, Hey, listen, I just... I don't think you're really that into me and I'm going to move on. You know, it's something along those lines. They'll always be like, where are you getting that from? And like, you're overthinking this and blah, blah, blah. But you know, I, I think go, I think the biggest thing is go with your gut. If you're chasing someone, stop. You should never have to chase anyone. Yeah, so, and, and this is the way, this was going to be my my 
point on this, right? The way I would describe it is when you become aware of how much energy the other person is putting in, don't continue to put a disproportionate amount of energy back into them, right? And so like, and so when I've noticed that, I haven't necessarily like, you know, I, I haven't always like sort of told the person like, hey, like I'm out of here. Because I don't, you know, I, I don't actually have to have that conversation. I just decide for myself, like, okay, I'm not, this per, this is how much this person, ener- you know, this person is putting their energy in, which is a, very little. So I'm not going to put more than that either. And I'm going to shift my focus and my energy to other opportunities and whatever. Like, I may not close the door completely, but I'm not going to work harder than they are mm-hmm. um, as, it, after I've, I've made it clear like where I am and that I want to see them and that I'm interested. If then that energy disparity continues, like then I just adjust my energy down to where theirs is. Yeah. You know? And the only, the only reason I would say, I would say maybe especially for women to mm-hmm. maybe set a stronger boundary and call it off is because then you're going to get the, you know, you're finally, you're like, okay, I finally moved on from this person. And then a week and a half later, I miss you. Can we get together? Yeah. Then you're being strung along. You're right. right. Yeah. And so I feel like for me, I've purposefully just squashed things because I don't want to hear from the person because I know if I hear from the person, then I'm going to go back to my old habits of I'll get sucked in. Mm -hmm. Like you said, you get the magic yeah. And then it gets ripped and it hurts every time. Yeah. So um, so I would say, you know, all of the, if you're getting mixed messages, if you're, if the texting is really inconsistent, if they are ghosting you and then coming back and then ghosting you again, like all of that is just like, no, like just have enough, like find the worth in yourself to be like, I deserve better. I deserve someone who's going to text me or who's going to call me or who's going to prioritize me and communicates that. Maybe they're in school, maybe they're super busy and they're like, hey, listen, I just want you to know I'm going to be super busy, but I want to see you again. I'm going to go home and look at a calendar right now so I can plan our next date. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so there has to be communication even if that person doesn't have a ton of time. Yep. And, you know, and that's also a very mature thing to do. And I think that's not, I didn't really experience that a lot, but, um, but I think, you know, like you said, like the fuck yes or the no, like, are you both there? Are you both in the same part of the pool? Mm -hmm. If you're not, then either squash it or just do your own thing. And maybe the person will come around. But I, I would even say, don't even wait for the person to come around. You're better than that. Yep. Yeah, and, and and mixed messages and someone being hot and cold or like being really into it and then disappearing and then coming back, right? Mm-hmm. All of that is telling you. Well, and even, let's say even someone disappears and then they come back and then they explain and they kind of grovel at your feet. Not in all cases, mm-hmm. but most likely you will experience that again down the road. Mm, it will come up point. because people show who they are. Yeah. Like people show who they are, especially in the beginning. So if someone cancels on you, like right in the beginning and, you know, maybe give them one, then they cancel again and then they're super consistent. Guess what? At some point they're going to cancel again. Yeah. So it's, it's just. Yeah. And, and it's interesting to me, like the way I sort of like. Do, like enact this you know like let's say you're messaging with someone and like hey like you know 
you seem cool like let's do a phone or a video chat or something like that you know I'll be like how about Wednesday or Thursday this week or whatever you know the person goes oh I can't do Wednesday or Thursday this week then like in my like then it's on them yes like I'm like okay so then you give me another day yes and if you don't I'm not gonna like keep throwing days at you yes you know or if they cancel you know if they bail on something then they need to tell you when they can meet yes i am the, i'm not like yes. oh okay no problem uh when how about tomorrow like blah, yes, blah. i'm exactly. like mm -mm. i'm you, like let's see if you you know if if they're actually interested because yes. someone politely you know i think you and i don't think this is cool we think people should be upfront with each other but on another hand we get it right some people will some people are non-confrontational. Yes, right? And and that's their way of trying to politely, like, give you the signal. Is canceling on you. Yes. Yeah. So. So just, just, you know, if you're, and I guess maybe just to wrap this up, if you're having to kind of figure out how they feel or having to decipher mixed messages, like you said, like, mm -hmm. just, just move on. And, and, you know, to keep, stop pursuing someone, that's kind of the same thing. Like, to be honest, like, don't pursue them unless they're also pursuing you. Yeah. And if someone's stringing you along, then, like, tell them they're stringing you along and cut that cord and let them know and go away. Yeah. Walk away. Yeah. I know it's easier said than done. So easier said than done. But because, you know, a lot of us, we, and you and I have experienced that, it's so it's so exciting, the chase. Mm -hmm. Like, it's, it's like a drug. Like trying to win someone that doesn't want you <laughs> yeah because you're trying to heal that pain that you have that you've been rejected and abandoned mm -hmm. and maybe this one person will will come and and it's just not happen yeah okay so the next question is is not actual question but uh she wrote i don't know if this is a question or an episode suggestion but i'd love to hear about dating when you or the person you are dating has kids from a previous relationship so we actually would love to do an episode on this. Yes. You've dated someone who has kids. Yes. I have very casually dated guys who have kids, but yep. I've not had that experience. Yeah. So, um, so I think we should bring someone on. Yes. Who maybe uh, can talk a little bit more about that, mm -hmm. since maybe that's not our thing. Yeah, we can say a little bit about it, but I also like, yeah, I have a friend who I think would be really cool on the show. Yeah. To talk about that and like, and maybe we could even have. Because my friend actually ended up marrying someone who had children mm -hmm. from a previous relationship. Um, but I'm also wondering, like, who do we know that, like, has I ha children themselves? I actually have an idea, too, of someone I know. Ooh, so this great. is going to be good. Okay, yeah. great. So thank you to Stay this... Stay tuned. Great yeah, question. Thank you to this listener for this submission. I, I Can I just say one thing on it? We're, we're, running, <laughs> we're running a little short on time, so we're, we're trying to um, not be too uh, wordy. But... I would say if the person you start dating does not accept you and your kids as an entire package, then they need to go. Yes. You, you, your kids are the most important thing in your life right now. Mm -hmm. And that person that comes in needs to love them as their own eventually. But you know, that's what, that's what the standard should be. That's what I would say about it. Yes, totally. Yeah. Okay. Um, so can I read the next one? Since Please. That one? Okay. Okay, I like this one a lot. I really like someone I work with, but I don't want to ruin our friendship. What should I do? Do you want me to answer first? Yes. Absolutely do not do it. <laughs> I mean, like, all, like, 
I had some experience with this like a long, long time ago. Um, not like a major thing, but I have had a few friends who more recently, and like one in particular who had a really, really terrible mm. experience, you know, and just, mm. yeah, just seeing the, how messy and mm -hmm. awful it can get is yeah. just a big deal. I would say, especially if your job is important to you. Mm -hmm. You know that phrase where it's like, don't shit where you eat? Yes. Yeah. Well, and, and or I- Or is it don't eat where you shit? It's don't shit where you eat. Oh, okay. <laughs> but also don't eat where you shit. You know, don't do that either. Um, also don't text when you're doing that. Just don't do it. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. It's just weird to me. Okay. Um, <laughs> is someone telling you? Like, they're like, I'm shitting while I'm writing in this message. <laughs> I've had a couple of friends be like, yeah, I'm pooping right now. <laughs> I have people, there's people who are very cavalier about peeing while they're on the phone with you. Like, yeah, you I can't, that? I know I can't do yeah. that. I'll put it on mute. Yeah, I'll mute. Yeah. If somebody, or, and will you say like, I, I'm going to pee, so I'm going to mute you? I'll say, hey, I'm going to run to the restroom. Oh, okay. I mean, unless it's like someone that's I'm super close with. I've had friends who will ask me, like I have like a close female friend that we talk for like you know we, we don't talk that often so we like have like two hour marathon conversations and she'll be like is it okay if I pee while I'm on the phone with you and I'll be like yeah sure like if you ask first somehow that's okay but if you just like I would if I just if I start hearing it and I'm like I don't think I would ever with you yeah no I know that would with like my best friend Michelle like wait we pee in front of each other when we're together yeah like we're naked in front of each other all the time yeah just to give you guys all the <laughs> She's hot, by the way. Okay. And she's single. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I say hard no, especially um, if your job and your career is important to you. Because if you really develop strong feelings for this person or they really develop strong feelings for you, then it's like, I mean, that's torture. Like, imagine after, like, a bad breakup you had... As bad as it was, like, imagine you have to see this person every day. It's almost like you live with them. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I have a little bit more of a romantic take on it. I mean, I, okay. I'm a little bit more of a, this was meant to be, like, it's hard. Like, what Jared, what everything what Jared is saying is very logical, and I completely, 100% agree with him. Yeah. The, the heart in me would say, well, what if it works out? You mm -hmm. know, like... The other thing is you, yeah, I don't know. It's really tricky. Can you find a new job? Yeah. You know, I mean, no, I mean, I was, that was, I was being a little facetious, but like if this person, there's potential for more and you don't want to risk, like, because obviously we always say honesty, right? So you can go to this person and express how you feel. But if they reject you, then you're going to see the person in the office every time. Because this yeah. person already has strong feelings for it. I know, see, because the way the question is written... So he's, he's already, I, I believe it's a male. Okay. Um, but he's already, or it could be a female. I don't know. I, I'm sorry. I, I, well, I'll just say he. Um, you're, you're already in pain every day because yeah. you really like this person. So, you know, I think you just kind of make a list and weigh out the negatives and the positives and... If it's possible for you to get a new job, like mm -hmm. maybe that's the change you need in your life anyway, and this is just going to push you there. Yep. Or, or depending on the workplace, right? If you can like transfer to another yes. division, you know, kind of thing where like, but like really again, like where your paths aren't crossing professionally mm -hmm. and whatever. And, and and the other thing too is like in the workplace, like 
that can undermine kind of both people's credibility. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, because then it becomes no, especially if it's a boss employee situation. Well, it depends on. So, right. Or if one person's a little more senior, then like, if the other person gets a promotion, like then, then all these people are going to be like, yeah. well, but but or just people will be like, assume that like, oh yeah, they got that promotion because they're dating so and so or sleeping yeah. with so and so or whatever. Yeah, I mean, it sounds to me like though that this person's already in a thing where they're like becoming very close I with know. this other person that they work with, and they're developing a friendship and closeness. And God, it's so hard, you know. But because what if they're soulmates? What if they're going to get married? Then then. Then if you're soulmates, then you'll still be soulmates six months from now after you found another job. Yeah, true. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and like, it doesn't hurt you to, like, you have to, like, set the boundaries now, right? So, like, and it's the same thing with, with cheating or, or infidelity, right? Like, I always say, like, it's not one decision. It's a thousand little decisions, mm-hmm. right? And so... There's a thousand little decisions of how far down this road you're going to go. Mm-hmm. Like, how much are you spending time together at work? How much are you... Okay, now you're going out to lunch together. Okay, now you're going out to lunch, just the two of you during work days. Okay, now you're texting each other. Mm-hmm. Now you're going to go after work with a group of people and get drinks. Oh, now just the two of you are going after work to get drinks. You know, and it's like... And so when I say, like, my, my strong advice... <laughs> Again, based on my own experience. So Was I get that, that exactly what the progression of what happened with you? No, not exactly. But I mean, I think that's just like you yeah. make little decisions towards closeness because you're wanting that closeness. Oh, because yeah. you're really wrapped up in this yeah. thing. And you're like, I really like this person. I feel this. Well, strong. it makes it more enticing when it's like something you can't have. Yes. Yeah. And that's the thing that you can't tease that out. Like, because you're going to try to convince yourself like, no, 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 it's not that it's forbidden. It's because Mm -hmm. this person's amazing and we're meant to be. But then you might find out later like, oh no, it was a little bit because of that. Right. And so, so I would just say set boundaries. If it's that important, try to get yourself into a different professional situation, um, to where you could pursue it kind of cleanly and, and, and really give it the chance that it can have because, like, why would you add that degree of difficulty to something? You know, all of the complications, all of the ways it could get really messy or messed up or whatever because of this dual relationship. If you're that excited about it, why would you add that much unnecessary sort of challenge mm-hmm. into it that could really mess things up? Yeah. And Jared has had actual experience with this. I've only ever worked for myself. So <laughs> I, you know, I, but I did have a neighbor that I had a thing with and that ended oh. very badly and it was very painful because I had to see his new girlfriend drive her car over and every time I look out the window her car would be there overnight and oh. it was just like day after day and I eventually ended up moving yeah so you know it's you know I would love to be like go for it maybe it'll work out and you guys will get married but I think you know you gotta take the advice of someone who's been through that, that it didn't work out. And that is a possibility. And so, you know, obviously go with your gut and Mm -hmm. do what you think is best for you, but also like protect your heart, protect that person's heart. And if it's possible, you know, try, you know, go get a different job. Yes. Do it cleanly in the right way. If it's, if it's meant to be, then, then give it the best chance possible. Okay. 
Next question. This oh, is the second to last question. This is a great question. How long or short is normal till you say I love you? And this is the one we already sort of talked about a little bit, but what is your answer? Yeah, so, I mean, I I would say maybe after a week is a little soon. Mm -hmm. But also, are you guys at the same place? Like, is it, I don't know. I mean, I don't think that there's definite a definite rule. There's not. There's not a rule, right? Yes. Because there are some people who are just, they are, they're just, they know, they fall in love quick. They know this person's the one. And, you know, the only thing I would say is, I don't think you, I, you know, I love you after three weeks is going to be a different I love you than I love you after three years, right? Mm -hmm. Because there's going to be so much more that you know about that person. And I love you in the beginning is that those butterflies and, yeah. and lust and fun and excitement. And it doesn't necessarily negate that I love you. So um, Zach told me, he, I think I said this, he accidentally told me on the phone mm. three weeks in. Yeah. And then I told him, we talked about it the day after, and then I told him five days later. So that felt like it was scary to me that mm -hmm. it was that soon. Yeah. But he's been very assured of it ever since. I mean, he he knows that he loves me. And so that's, you know, like, I think that there are some people who are just maybe more sure. And there are some people who need to take time and it's okay on those fronts. I would say more than three months and you haven't heard it, maybe a red flag. Oh, really? See, I think, I mean, I think I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't I would say maybe, on that maybe six months. Maybe. I don't know. You some would say are, after that? Not for me, but I think some people are like not, like, there's people I know, actually a good get to know you question that I love is like, and this is like once you're kind of like really knowing someone is like, did they see, like, did, would they see their parents be affectionate? Like, did they see their parents like hug each other and kiss each other? Does their family say I love you to each other? Because some people grew up where the answer to both of those questions is no. And so. Yeah, but then is that avoidance? Not necessarily, but like, see, like that person wouldn't work for you. Like, you couldn't be with someone who's three months or six months in is not saying that. I don't but know. I I just think I think someone who is in a relationship with you and hasn't told you they love you after six months is stringing you along, you and they're and right. they don't plan to be with you. You you might be right. I think. I, I but I I know people like actually, a really talented therapist I know who was my boss years ago was like like told the story of like he's like yeah after like four or five years my like now wife basically told me to like shit or get off the pot like you know she was like what the fuck dude like get your shit together and like they're married and have children and have like a beautiful yeah family. but so, that like, is some the people... exception to the rule that is the exception to the rule possibly no because i don't want our female listeners to think that they Yes, you should not wait around. You should not for wait around. If you're at no. a different stage and you're at the place where you want to hear that and you're not hearing that, then yes, if yeah, go. Yes. But but I mean, but you you just said right, like there's all this judgmental bullshit around, like oh, you said it too soon, and like you shouldn't, you shouldn't, like there's no normal right way, 
But you are saying now that there's a normal right way for going too long without saying it. Well, you know? I said it's it's a little iffy if it's after a week. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a little iffy if it's too long. Okay, I think that's fair. Yeah. And and, and like you said, like there's going to be exceptions to the rule. Yes. Right? Yes. But I would not go into dating or go into a relationship expecting an exception. I mean, look at The Bachelor. Well, I mean, this is what I was going to say. Go ahead. There are people on The Bachelor that say I love you after a week and get and get married. Yeah. You know? And then there are people that go on The Bachelor and they're like, eight weeks, that's, I don't know, that's way too soon for me. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get engaged. I don't know if I love you. And, like, I really care about you. And I think that's normal, too. So I just, I know personally... Um, women who have been in relationships with men for a very long time and waiting for that I love you or waiting for that proposal and it doesn't happen and then ultimately the relationship ends. So because who wants that? Yeah, so but but that's like you're on two different parts of the pool, right? If two people take a really long time together to get from the shallow end to the deep end. Sure. Where you're saying I love you, like then that's okay. Like if, if, if someone's like, I don't need to hear I love you and it's been a year. You know, like if that's where you are, then like, okay, then there's no problem. Like, like, like they're like, don't let anyone tell you like that you should be upset about it or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Because you're, you and your partner are just taking a very slow journey to get to that more serious level. But if someone's like, if you're feeling like, I love this person, I want us to be at the level where we're saying this to each other, then then I'm totally with you. Don't get strung along. Yeah. You know? So what I would say, the other the thing I was going to say about The Bachelor is, and, and this kind of, like, I have a, I do a version of this. I, I, like, learned to do this and it was really helpful to me. But, like, on The Bachelor, there's all these stages Right? Where they'll be like, I think I'm falling for you. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, I'm falling for you. Then it's like, I'm falling in love with you. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, I love you. Right? And like, mm-hmm. that's The Bachelor. It's cheesy. I know a lot of people don't like the show or whatever. Coming My- back October 10th. Ooh, yes. Bachelorette. Yeah. Have it's you noticed they, they haven't, they all the promos are just still Claire. Like, I know. They haven't. So yeah, for but those anyways. of you that don't care. Yeah. <laughs> they we'll switched Bachelorettes later. in the middle of the season. Okay, keep going. So this is, but my, but I think something that I learned to do that I feel like was helpful to me because I think sometimes when you just feel intense emotion for a person, you feel the urge to like say, I love you. Right. And what I think is like helped me with that from the time I was younger till now is like, you can feel that strong emotion and then I'm just like, I really, really like you. Like it's, you know, like mm. like a really heartfelt, like let me tell you where I'm at. Like mm-hmm. you don't have to use that big of course, loaded word. I think, I've, I think I've even said or had the other person say to me like, like, like they've said like, I am in like with you. <laughs> you know, like where you're like, where you, you, you know, what, what you're saying is like, I'm really feeling strongly for you you know, but you, you know, and like, and I think, yes, yeah, say those things. Cause then you get that like really nice intimacy and you're, you're sharing what's on your heart and, and 
they feel really good and it resonates back to you and like all yeah. the beautiful things. I mean, things. yeah, there's so many things that you can say other than I love you. But yeah. also if you love the person, tell them you love them. Yes. Right? I agree. Okay. Well, my other rule with this though, sorry, <laughs> look at this look I just got from you. Is, well, you're the one telling me we're on a time schedule. Not necessarily. Mm-hmm. So the other rule though is I my rule in, in saying vulnerable things in relationship which telling someone how you feel about them is a vulnerable thing of course is if if how you feel about saying it to the person is dependent upon how the person reacts yes don't say the thing correct right so if you're like oh i really want to tell this person i love them but if they don't say it back i'm going to be devastated yes then don't say it yes well when zach said he loved me I said, are you okay that I'm not ready to say that back? Mm-hmm. And he was like, of course. Yeah, see, that, that's like, and that's a secure man mm-hmm. that he was like, I'm telling you this because this is what's on my heart. This yes. is where I am. This is how I feel. And I don't need you to feel the same way. And that's like, that's the only way I tell people I love them is if I'm in that place. Yes. And right? one more thing. If you say, I love you, and then you realize that maybe you said it too fast, you can always say, hey, listen, I said, I love you. I don't I, love you anymore. No. <laughs> <laughs> I care about you so much. It's just, it really scared me that I said those words. And is it okay if I just, like, don't feel pressure to say that right now? Yeah, that's a great one. Yeah. I, I was going to say, like, I would be like, can can I get, can we get a do-over on that? Like, can we just have a little bit of a do-over on the I love you? Sure. Yeah. yeah always. Like, whatever. Yeah. Right? It's always, it's always special to hear I love you. Mm-hmm. Okay, last question. Okay. Okay. How and, oh, is it my turn to say it? Yes. Yeah. How and when did you and Jared meet and become friends? Okay. So first of all, we did talk a lot in depth about this on mm-hmm. episode five, More Than Friends. Yep. Um, but yeah, let's just share it really quickly. So I was, I had just moved to this area and, uh, was actually dating someone mm-hmm. and we went to a couple of your yoga classes. So I was teaching at a studio here yep. in, in Redlands, but they also had a Ukaipa branch. Yes. And I remember the first class you guys showed up, it was an evening class and the Ukaipa branch was super new. So there was only yeah. four people in the class. Yeah. And then you and this girl shows up and I've like never seen you in my life. And then you have, actually were like good at yoga. And I was like, oh, this is kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. And then I didn't, we didn't really talk after class. No, but you, you were friendly. Mm-hmm. We, you know, you chit chatted with both of us and stuff. Cause you're a friendly, outgoing, bubbly person. And then can I, can I tell it? Cause I like, yeah, my, okay. Yeah. Well, and then you and this girl broke up. Yes. I didn't know that. I mean, I hadn't seen you and you show up to my Saturday morning class mm-hmm. in Redlands. And, um, my Saturday morning classes were one of my favorite ones to teach. And after class, you said, you came out to me, you said, that class was fucking awesome. And I was like, aw, that's so nice. <laughs> yeah, I think I really needed it. Like I needed a good, like to be in the zone and yes. like a really good workout and stretch and stuff. By yeah. the way, that noise is olive drinking water. Oh yeah. She's a very loud drinker. She's hot, poor thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then after that, you just kept coming to my classes. Like I would look forward to seeing you every Saturday. And... Yeah, that was a big part of my life for a yeah. long time. Was that yeah, class. and we would chit chat every now and then after class. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and I was married at the time. Yeah. And so then you asked me one. Oh, I invited you over to Thanksgiving for, with my family. Yep, that's right. Because you, I knew that you didn't have any family here. Yep. And uh, you didn't. You declined, but yep. you thought that was like nice because I didn't yeah. know you. 
And then you were going to audition for a oh, local. Oh, no, that's right. <laughs> that was like the first time we hung out. Because I was like, could you help me? I needed to sing a song. People yeah. who know me, I'm not a good singer. You're not bad. But you just needed some help with like some, yeah. like to see what key you needed yeah. and to work on the song. And so and you were like, I know you teach piano. Would you mind coming over if I came over and you can help me? Yeah. And you brought me a six pack of beer. Um, do you remember right. which beer? 805. 805? Yeah. No. A no. Turbo Dog. Turbo Dog. Yes. Yes. That's right. And because I we do this thing in tur- called Turbo Dog and Yoga. Yeah. And you met my ex-husband. Yeah. And then after that, we just kind of, I don't remember when. Yeah, we oh, became buddies. We, we would go friends. to the pool, the three mm-hmm. of us, and like whatever. Yeah, yeah, you and my ex got along great. Yeah. But yep. you and I were always yes. the friends first. Yes. Um, And then when I was going through my divorce, um, I actually stayed at your place for about That's a week. That's right, yeah. Because I was homeless and yeah. I was kind of bouncing around. Yeah. And you were very gracious to let me stay there. And then I think you said, you know, if you're going to continue to stay here, like, let's talk about maybe you contributing some brand. And I was like, okay, yeah, I got to go. <laughs> I don't think I did. I don't know. You, you did. You dipped out quick. Oh, yeah, because I, I didn't have money. And I think you were, I think you were, you know, I, you were dating someone. And I think maybe there was some, you were, I think you were a little concerned about boundaries because I was just not in a good space. Yeah. And you weren't trying to kick me out. But no, I, not I think, at all. I think you were just trying. I, I remember being surprised that you were just like. Like, just like, like, it felt like the next day, like you were gone. And I was like, oh no, that's not what I was saying. Like I, and, and yeah, I don't, I, I think, I think I was just trying to get clear on like, what's your timeline? Like, what's mm-hmm. the plan here? So that I know, yes. but I think the way, and, and I'm not, I'm, I'm want to take blame. I'm not assigning blame for this. Like, I'm sure it was oh, the yeah. way I said it, you know, like, no, you weren't mean about it at all. Yeah. But I, but I think. Yeah, I, I think I was just trying to figure it out and, and figure out, like, what you were thinking. And, and I, I think it really came across as, like... Well, it it was businessy how yeah. you approached me about it. Uh-huh. I mean, it doesn't matter. But yeah. anyway, I, I mean, I appreciate it's that... It's so you, funny we've never talked about I this. I know. I appreciate <laughs> that you opened up your apartment to me. What, yeah. what ended up happening, though, is I moved out because my ex moved out of our house into a trailer. That's right. And so I was able to move back into the house. That's right. So And that was a better situation anyway. Yeah. I wasn't in your space, and I was a wreck. And that will be talked about in part... Three or four, I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. And so just after the divorce, you just really became a rock for me. And mm. um, we would, I would call you when I was having lows or when I just needed to talk to someone. And yeah. I, there was a lot of, you were kind of a little bit of a therapist friend. There's mm-hmm. a lot of crying. I just felt really comfortable just being open with you. And yeah. um, you are one of my favorite people to have on my birthday parties because you just... <laughs> You are like, you always do the toasts and you are such a good, like, um, to, if you guys ever want to rent Jared for a party. Yeah, I'm good. You're really good. Yeah. Like, I don't know how you do it, but you bring everybody together. Yeah. You say exactly the right things. You're Aww. such a good, it, it's amazing. So anyway, I don't know. Do you have anything else to add to that? No, I mean, I would, I would, I think, I think you did a beautiful job summarizing it. And I would say like, you know, you were one of the first people who like, was open and friendly and like and at a time like i really needed that Mm -hmm. right like i think it was hard it was really i was not prepared for the culture shock of moving to southern california where people are like nice but in this very distant superficial kind of way Mm. and i was like 
I thought I was going crazy, mm. like not having anybody that was like getting on a real human being level with me. Mm-hmm. And I think you're just such a open, open-hearted, fun, real person that was like very rare, mm. you know, in my experience and like something I really needed. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So Aww. anyway, that was sweet. Yeah. I like that. All right, guys. Well, that's it for today. Thank you guys for submitting your questions. As always. You're always welcome to submit questions to us. Yes. Um, make sure, go subscribe to the Patreon, patreon.com slash hello and goodbye podcast. Yeah. Check out the new tier. Get the hat. Yes. It's amazing. It's a cool hat. It's a cool hat. I'm excited. Um, and then follow us on Instagram at hello and goodbye podcast at underscore Leanna Joan at the real Jared Rodriguez. We're on Twitter. Hello underscore by underscore pod. Facebook group is the H and G hive. It's a, uh, it's, it needs to get lit. It needs to. Okay. The fire needs to get lit on that. So go, go, go get in that group and light the fire. Yeah. Um. I think that's it. Rate and review. Oh yes. Tell a friend. Thank you all so much. We love doing this. Yes. Yeah. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.